Praise God. Good morning and thank you again for all of the ministry gifts that you give that allows the church to do all that God has called us to do. Not just here in Makati, but in Paranaque, in Pasay, and uh, in some of the things we do outside and even overseas. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning, Beginnings Church family. It was wonderful to see the kids, no? Kanina, no? Uh, buhay na buhay sila. There was even one here right in front na parang puts us to shame sometimes that uh, we, we barely move sometimes already. And uh, the, the kids remind us, we have to always be moving for the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I pray that the series that we are doing about the names of God for the last many weeks already have truly been a blessing to all of us. Pastor Jeff got us started many weeks ago that God is a covenant-making God. And then I talked about God as our provider. Pastor Louie talked about God as our healer. Last Sunday, we talked about God as our banner. Today, and uh, by certainly not by design of the pastors, shalom, peace, which is interesting because the land of Israel currently is not experiencing that, no? I'm sure you're aware of the news since yesterday and uh, since the scripture talks about that we should pray for the peace of Jerusalem, I think it's appropriate that we begin uh, that way as well. Amen. So would you just bow your heads uh, for a moment? Our Heavenly Father, you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are the God who gave this particular land to a particular group of people, not because they deserved it, certainly not. Not because they're more righteous than any other people group. No. It was simply because that was your purpose and design. And so God, we ask now that you would restore peace in that land. More than just peace in the land, peace in the hearts and minds of people. We pray especially for our, even our own kababayans that are there. There are many Filipinos that are working uh, in Israel for a variety of work uh, because they feel like that's the only way they can provide for their families that are here. And so I'm sure their families are worried because of this situation. So God, we pray not only for peace, but for protection for people, especially civilians. God, that you will keep them safe from any harm or danger. Recognizing as always that the only true peace will come when the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, returns to establish the unshakable kingdom of God. And so even so, we pray, come Lord Jesus. Even so, we ask, O oh God, that the promise of your word to return, that you will indeed fulfill that, even in our own generation, if that be your plan and purpose. Meanwhile, Lord, while we wait for that, we continue to gather in faith and in worship and in the hearing of your word in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Praise be to God. All right. Turn to someone near you and just tell them, Shalom. Shalom. Peace. Peace be with you. Yes. <laughs> so that word, of course, comes from uh, a passage in the book of Judges. In Judges chapter 6, the story of Gideon. After the Lord spoke to Gideon, Gideon says, The Lord is peace. Yahweh or Jehovah, Shalom. It represents God's reassuring presence in our lives. And interestingly, this name of God was given during a time when Israel was not at peace. 
during the time of Gideon, they were under oppression from a foreign enemy, the Midianites. Now, the Midianites did not have rockets like what we saw in the news the other day. Nevertheless, the people of Israel were in, uh, in under attack from these Midianites. When the people of Israel were living in fear and anxiety, so it's amazing how the stories of the Bible repeat itself, no? even centuries and uh, millennia later on. It is in the midst of these circumstances that this particular name of God was revealed. And I was thinking about this. No? Uh, right now, we have all of these lights. Praise the Lord for our beautiful sanctuary. If you open one more light bulb, it hardly would matter. Would you agree? Because it's already bright. But if we turned off all the lights and it's pitch dark, if you open even one tiny bulb, what happens? All of a sudden, you feel it. You feel even one tiny light in the midst of darkness. The peace of God is the same. When your life is doing quite well, you hardly ever miss the peace of God. Because it's, my life is good. But when your life is in turmoil, in crisis, you would appreciate that God comes in to bring, to bring His peace. Amen? So today, we will look at a story, not Gideon's story in Judges 6, but in the New Testament in Mark chapter 4, when in the ministry of Jesus, He was with His disciples, at a moment when the disciples were also in great fear and anxiety, they did not have peace at that moment until Jesus spoke it to them. So Mark chapter 4, we can follow along starting in verse 35. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall, this is an interesting word. It's, it's one of those things that it's a sudden storm. It's very similar to sometimes what we experience here in Metro Manila. It's very hot and then all of a sudden... There's like a downpour, and now it's flooded. So a squall is just like that. It just comes like that. They did not see it, expect it. The waves broke over the boat, so it was nearly swamped. Jesus, however, was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. Ang sarap naman ng tulog di Jesus, no? Sometimes I look at you, sleeping like a baby. <laughs> So that's Jesus, sleeping like a baby. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Other translations, peace, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Because by the time we get to chapter 4, Jesus has already healed a lot of people that were sick, drove out some demons. He had already performed miracles. The disciples knew the kind of power Jesus had. And yet, they still doubted at this time. And they were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So before we condemn the disciples, oh, disciples, ang babaw ng faith ninyo. Let's think about ourselves. How many times has God already delivered us, provided for us, healed us in the past? And yet when we face something now, Lord, don't you care? Didn't God already show that He cared before? Didn't God already do all of these things in your life? And yet when you're faced with another 
storm in your life, you wonder, where is God? And so today, I want to talk about that, that Jesus calms the storm, and it's not just the outward storm, it's the internal storm that we have in our lives. So interestingly, again, the disciples asked, don't you care if we drown? They were accusing Jesus of being uncaring about their desperation, unconcerned about their situation, inattentive to their Christ. Wow, that's a heavy accusation. Has anybody actually said that thing to you, for example? Wala ka namang sa pinagdadaanan ko. You don't care about what I'm going through. Has anyone ever uttered those words to you? Do you know that's very hurtful to say? Do you know it's very hurtful to say to another person, you don't really care about me. And inside of you, you're saying, all of these years, all of these things, I don't care. And yet when a person is in a desperate situation, sometimes that's what they think about other people about their life. But that's far from the character of God. Let's examine Exodus chapter 3. God speaking, speaking to Moses. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers and I am concerned about their suffering. Look at those three words that are in red. Does that show to you a God who does not care? No. See, God says, I have seen. Do you know, my friends, God sees every situation in our life. I have heard. Do you know God hears every cry that we ever make? And He is concerned. Psalm 68, I love this passage. Can we read together? Praise be to the Lord who daily lifts our burdens. Our God is a God who saves. From the sovereign Lord comes escape from death. So think about just those few words in red. He daily lifts your burdens. Daily, every day. On Monday, God will lift your burden. On Tuesday, on Wednesday, until next Sunday. We have sometimes this mistaken notion that God is only concerned for us when we're here. So, see you next week, next Sunday. But what if something goes on in your life on a Monday, in the office, or on the road during the week? God daily lifts our burdens. And of course, this passage, First Peter, that we are familiar with, can we read together? Cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Turn to someone and tell them, God cares for you, my friend. God cares for you. May malasakit ang Diyos sa'yo. Kaya nga, sabi ni Gary V, natutulog ba ang Diyos? And then in the end of the song, he says, wag mo sanang akalaing natutulog ba ang Diyos? Ang buhay mo ay mayroong halaga sa Kanya. Your life matters to God. Isn't that wonderful? Your life might not matter to other people, but certainly to God. So just like the Israelites in the time of the judges, this particular moment, was a time in the disciples' lives of fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. Have you ever been scared for your life? You actually thought you were gonna die? Has, has, has that ever happened to you? Either a sickness na talagang akala mo, this is it? I, I'm, I think I'm gonna die from this. Or an accident, a near accident. Have you ever been one where like the, the headlights of a, an incoming car were directly in front of you? Happened to us many years ago. We were driving in the US like in a mountainside and as we were coming down, there was this car and it was like, why is he in our lane? 
And you can see the headlights directly in front. And I was thinking to myself, surely he knows that he's not in the right lane. But he just kept going forward and forward. So we're the ones who had to turn. And then, you know, in Jesus' name. You know, and you're wondering, where are we going? what if we fall off the cliff? Thank God he, he kept us safe. So there are times in our life when we feel like the disciples. We're going to drown. We're going to die. They were genuinely scared for their lives. They were anxious about drowning. And the worst, they were not sure if Jesus, their master, even cares for them. I left my profession for this guy, right? I will make you fishers of men. So Peter and the others left their fishing business to follow Jesus. And now this Jesus does not care if we drown. Every one of those 12 had something else to do. But Jesus called them and now they're here. They're in a boat and they're drowning. And Jesus was sleeping. You know? There have been times in my life I've actually wondered that. Lord, where are you? Where are you? How come I don't sense that you are here with me? But it is in these moments, actually, that Jesus speaks more powerfully his peace. Not just to the storm, but more importantly, peace to the hearts and the minds of his disciples. So, the word peace, as we have mentioned, comes from the Hebrew word shalom. I love that word. Can you turn to someone again? Shalom. Ang sarap, ang sarap sabihin ng shalom, honestly. Shalom. It has that kind of ring to it. The Greek Irene, from where we get the name Irene. If you ever met a woman named Irene and she is not peaceful, <laughs> she's always like, oh, you know. Hold her by the hand and say to her, Sister, your name means peace. So I speak peace to you, okay? It means wholeness, soundness. As a friend of mine said many years ago, God's peace means nothing broken nothing missing. Oh, I love that. Whatever was broken before, God made it well. Whatever was missing, God supplied. So now you have shalom, wholeness and soundness. True, genuine and lasting peace can only come from God. Now, our prayer, of course, for Israel is that even today, hopefully things will subside they will have peace. Interesting, no? If you, I've been watching the news since yesterday until early this morning. How this event was a total shock to them. They were not prepared. And by the way, Israel is never not prepared. If there is ever a country that is always prepared, it's Israel. Other countries pay them money to teach them how to be prepared. When Singapore became a nation, according to our friends in Singapore, they said that their government paid the Israeli government to go there and train them of how to defend their nation and always be ready. So they're always ready. But for some reason yesterday, they were not. It's very interesting how that somehow they came under a spell of parang a stupor. You know, parang they fell asleep, so to speak. And all of a sudden, danger was already right uh, at their uh, doorstep. So while we do pray that things will subside and there will be peace, we do know only God can give true peace. Because the kind of peace that they might come up with is the kind of peace we in the Philippines have known for ages. And it happens every Christmas time. And we know this. All the rebels that are fighting the government 
from December 24 to around January 6, pinapalipas pati yung pista ng mga tatlong hari. Okay? Ceasefire. Right? Ceasefire. Why? Because they want to come down from the mountains, come out of hiding, so that they can have noche buena with their family. For two weeks, ceasefire muna tayo. But what, af- what comes after Feast of the Three Kings? Resumption of hostilities. So we know that's not peace. That's ceasefire. Ceasefire simply means I'm putting my gun in the holster. It's ready to be pulled out at any given moment. But because we don't want to bother you and don't bother us, ceasefire muna. Because that's the best that humans can do. Only God can give true, genuine, and lasting peace. Notice how the Trinity is involved in this. God the Father is called the God of peace. Jesus the Son is called the Prince of Peace. And the Holy Spirit gives us the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the fruit is peace. So really, only God can give genuine peace. So what kind of peace does the Lord Jesus bring into our lives? So I want to examine some passages with you today. First is in John chapter 14, Jesus speaking. Can we read together? Peace I live with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So Jesus' peace is not like the world's peace. His peace is genuine. Or an old commercial says, genuine. <laughs> How many of you are old enough to remember Seiko Wallet? Okay. The younger people here are wondering, what is that? But from my generation, we all know Seiko Wallet, ang wallet na matibay. <laughs> genuine ang leader niyan. Okay, leader. Sorry. Ha? So his peace is genuine, not fake. Internal, not affected by external circumstances. And it is permanent, not temporary. Just like I said a while ago, yung ceasefire is temporary. At any given moment, if someone breaks that ceasefire, all hell breaks loose once again. John 16.33, Jesus again speaking. Can we read together? I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So take note, Jesus' peace does not eliminate hardships and troubles. Sorry to disappoint you, as Christians, we will still have problems. If ever you heard a teaching at some point in your life that as a Christian, you will never have a problem again. That person is either lying to you or is under some kind of foolish delusion. Or in the modern lingo, delulu. Oh, yung mga younger dito, alam nyo yun. Ano na, babalitaan ko rin yung mga words na yan. Oh, you're so delulu. And what is that? Delulu? Ano yung lolo? No? Delusional. Okay. Um, so Christians, we do get sick. But thank God there is healing. Christians, we do have needs. But thank God He provides. Christians, we can have trouble. But thank God He is the one who grants us peace and security. So He gives us calm assurance that all will be well. There is a very famous uh, hymn written almost 200 years ago. It is called, It is Well With My Soul. It was written by someone who was a business person in New York who was sending his family to London back in the day when there were no airplanes. So this was by, by ship, by boat. 
He sent them ahead of time and he said he still has things to do in his business so he will follow. About a week or so later, he gets a telegram. You know how telegrams are? It's not instant. It takes a while for you to get it. And in the telegram, it's from his daughter who's the only one of the few who survived because the boat sank. His entire family died in that boat except for the daughter who sent him this telegram. So immediately he tried to book a, a ship and so took another week. Finally in the ship, as grief was like flooding his, his very soul, said, why God? What if, you know, how, how many of you have ever done the what if? What if I did not send my family ahead? What if we stayed together and went one week later? Then they would all still be alive. And all of those things, and he was flooded with grief. That's when the Lord spoke to him his peace. He wrote this song, which talks about being in the midst of a storm and, and the billows and all of that. And then he says, it is well with my soul. You see, even though you are in the midst of a storm, you can still have God's peace. Philippians chapter 4, another familiar passage. Let's read it. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. What's going to happen? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, Jesus' peace is unconventional. It goes against worldly mindsets. It can even defy logic and conventional wisdom. It is beyond human comprehension. So while everyone else is panicking, you're calm. Why is that? It's not that you're denying that you have a problem. It's that you're acknowledging God is bigger than my problems. Amen? Or if you're a fan of the uh, VeggieTales, God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than Godzilla and the monster on TV. So, any situation you have, God is bigger, He's greater. And so, while everyone else is anxious and worried and fearful and they're wondering, why do you look so calm? It's because I have a God whom I know He is in charge of everything. And in His own way and in His own time, this thing will be resolved. Amen? Isaiah 26, another beautiful passage that I love. Can we read? You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. So Jesus' peace is perfect. Why? Because he is perfect. Since God is perfect, everything God does and everything God gives is perfect. Isn't that wonderful, no? Everything that God has for you is perfect. His love is perfect. His goodness is perfect. His peace is perfect. Why? Because James chapter 1 says, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. I wish I were like the Lord more in that category. Gift giving. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe Pastor Louis is better at it. What do you think? Uh, you give the perfect gifts all the time. Wow, talaga naman. Wow, sana all, you know, diba? But no, me, I, I, I end up giving the wrong kinds of gifts, you know? And so, I've, I've learned to keep the receipt so Barbara can exchange it later on. I've also learned not to buy it too, too early because then my expire yung return. 
policy, right? So maybe that's a week or so. So one time I bought a gift for her like a day before Christmas or a few days before Christmas and then of course you don't open it until Christmas and then the store is closed until after Christmas, nag-expire na yung one-week return policy. So I learned, okay, from now on, I will buy the gift a day before. Or better, as my son said, Papa, you're really not a good gift giver. So, give mom the gift of choice. <laughs> Let her be the one to buy her own gift and give it to her. Because one time she, and, and I think I shared this story before, you went to the, the mall and you know those silver, silver thingies, right? Uh, oh, look at that, you know, five down, eight across. And she pointed where it is. Five down, eight across. I said, don't worry, go. Just do whatever you need to do. I'll take care of it. So I go back to the store and I say to the storekeeper, eight down, five across. Diba <laughs> five down, eight across? I said, eight down, five across. So it was the wrong piece. So I give it to her, packaging, wow, wonderful. And one look, she said, it's not the right one. <laughs> It's the wrong one. Di ba sabi ko? Sorry, maybe my math somehow got mixed up, you know. So, but thanks be to God, God always gives perfect gifts. If you're married, look to your spouse near you. Say, you are God's perfect gift to me. Wow. If your child is near you, tell your son or your daughter, you are God's perfect gift to us. If you're seated a bit, bit beside a friend, tell them, you are just God's perfect friend for me. You know, I thank God for you. I thank God we are part of the same church. We serve in the same ministry. Wow. When we serve together in the music team, match na match your voice with my voice. Parang wow. We sound like angels. Wow. Talaga naman. <laughs> Bola lang yun. Bola lang. You know. But let me share with you a few personal verses that God has spoken to me over the years during some of the most difficult times in my life. Many, many years ago, I was still single, but this verse the Lord brought back to our memory a few years ago, and we ourselves were going through a rough patch uh, in our family. And so one, one of these verses is in Psalm 94. I love this. When I thought my foot was slipping, your unfailing love, supported me. When anxiety overwhelms my soul, your consolation brought me joy. Oh, I love that. How many times in our lives did you ever feel like the situation is getting from bad to worse? It's like you're, you're slipping down. Nadudulas ka na. Pababa na ng pababa. It's like going down and down. And no matter what you do, it's like if it's a slippery uh, road, you know, no matter what you hang on to, nadudulas ka pa din, you know. And so you just keep going down and down and down. And in your mind, you're saying, this is it. You know, I can't get out of this. Me, I can't get out of this. My family can't get out of this. Our business or whatever it may be. And then just as you thought you're about to hit rock bottom, you realize God's unfailing love caught you. And then lifted you up. So that a while ago, you felt like the water was above you. You're drowning. Now all of a sudden, you start feeling like, ah. Oh, my head is above the water. Thank you, Lord. And then later on, the water keeps going down. Uy, nasa tuhod na. And then later on, you are walking on dry ground already because His consolation just floods your soul. 
And the thing about peace, peace has a sister. Her name is Joy. When there's peace, there's joy. Peace is internal, joy is external. Peace is within, then joy comes out. Amen? So it's amazing how when God floods your soul with His peace, it brings you joy as well. Here's another verse, and this, this is a true story, and, I, and I, I, don't, um, I don't think every Christian ever goes through something like this. Uh, here's a reality for us Christians. No? There is a God, yes. There is a Savior, is Jesus. There is our ever-present help, that's the Holy Spirit. But there is a devil. He is for real. The devil is for real. Sometimes we don't think he's for real. Modern uh, people don't think of the devil as like an ancient, make-believe kind of person. Especially the way the devil is portrayed, you know, a red suit with horns and then with a giant fork, and then there's fire. And then sometimes in movies, he is actually made to be funny. Nakakatawa yung devil, eh, you know? So, so sometimes you don't think he's actually devious and evil. But there was one occasion, I was working as an accountant at the time, uh, here in Makati, our office in Makati. And my boss uh, was needing this report for tomorrow in his meeting with Nestle. He was gonna try to get this big account. I mean, yung Milo Club, you know, the, those of you that were old enough might remember that back in the 80s to 90s, Nestle, you know, came up with the Milo Club. You know, you sign up as a child, then you, you receive all kinds of freebies, and then we will host some events. We have the Sesame Street, you know, characters and all the kids, ganyan. So, but he needed this report tomorrow morning. So I said, can I just stay in the office you know, I'll, I'll work on this, boss. I'll, I'll stay in the office. Can I just sleep in the office? Okay, what will you sleep on? So I found the mga cushion, cushion. So okay. So, but I could not finish it. So I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do this early tomorrow morning. I'll sleep na. I'll wake up early, finish it in time for his 8 o'clock meeting. So maybe this is like 11, 12 midnight maybe. So I'm already laying down alone in the office. And then for whatever reason, I began to have visions or nightmares of demonic uh, characters. The kind that you only see in horror movies. The kind that if you are watching horror movies, you want to turn off you know, the TV, if it was TV, and if it's a movie, mag-walk out ka na. It's that scary. And I could feel my heart pumping in fear, and this was like this thing, and I said, what's happening here? And... Uh, I could hardly breathe because it was like a heavy presence on top of me, on top of my chest, and talagang compressing down on me. I, I really could not breathe. So I said, maybe I'll just pray, but then something was over my mouth. I could not open my mouth to speak. So there was this weird and ugly and demonic thing on top of me, over my mouth, over my chest. I could not uh, say anything or do anything, you know. And all I can remember was that that week, and that's why it's very important to have your devotions, read your Bible, pray every day. My devotions were on the Psalms. And this Psalm came to my mind. Psalm 4 verse 8. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. That verse entered my mind and so I said, okay God, this word means you're not going to let me die here in the office with this thing, whatever this thing is. So allow me to just say your name because I know if I can say the name of Jesus, this thing will be gone. 
But again, that thing was over my mouth. So I just began to recite this verse and recite the name of Jesus internally, inside. And I just kept going and going. I will lie down and sleep in peace in Jesus' name, you know, etc., etc. Finally, after I don't know how long, the name of the Lord came rushing out of my mouth. In Jesus' name. And then just like that, it was gone. So I stood up. I said, what just happened? I, I opened all the lights in the office. I was all alone. No? I opened all the lights. Yeah, masarap matulog pagbukas ang ilaw. Eh, you know? So I think I'll just keep the, I think I'll keep the lights on. You know, just to, you know. And it's almost like the Lord was saying, why are you scared? I already said, you will lie down and sleep in peace. What if I just go home? Uwi na lang ako. I'll just come back early. Again, are you scared? I already said, you will lie down and sleep in peace. So, turned off the lights, went to the CR, you know, washed my face, laid down and recited this verse and I slept like a baby. Woke up very early the next morning, finished my report, gave it to my boss. Boss meets Nestle. We get the account. They pour millions into the account. Why? Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. That gives you peace inside that will make even your actions more peaceful. Listen, my friends. If you don't have peace inside, if there's turmoil in your soul, even your relationships will not be in peace. Amen? If you don't have peace inside, magulo ang puso mo, magulo din ang relationships mo. If you don't have peace inside, even your work will be affected because you can't concentrate because there's turmoil. But God's peace, according to the book of James, one of the characteristics of God's peace is it is wisdom. God will give you wisdom because when you're at peace, the wisdom of God flows more smoothly. Amen? So, shalom. Amen? Send when we will stand as our worship team comes back. Praise be to God. So let me ask you today, are you needing today a fresh infusion of God's peace? Are you facing situations in your life, your family, your career, it, the kind of situation that is robbing you of the peace of God? There is turmoil in your soul. There's anxiety, frustration, fear, doubts. All these things are wearing you down. They're putting you down and you are not able to function well. My friends, today, in the house of God, God is He is the God of peace. He is the God of peace. Lord, I pray if there is anyone among us here that needs a fresh dose of the peace of God, that they will not deprive themselves of this opportunity. We want to invite anyone here that you will come forward, your pastors and other leaders will be here. We just want to pray the peace of God to guard your heart and your mind. Be honest with the Lord and with yourself. I need that. Because this past week, this past month, this year has just been full of turmoil. And so because of that, my relationships are in turmoil. My work is in turmoil. Lord, I need your peace right now. We'll worship the Lord with His song. And as we sing, my friends, do not deprive yourself of the opportunity. Please come forward. We'll pray for you. Go ahead, King. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Only Jesus can give this kind of peace. Perfect peace. Peace beyond understanding. Thank you, Jesus. Sige po, lumapit lang kayo. We will be here in front. 
to meet you and you pray with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't be embarrassed. Just come. On. If you're on top, you may bring yourself down here as well. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. You are that peace. For there I find you waiting. Yes, Lord Jesus. And there I find release. So with all my heart I worship. Again, we invite you. There's space here. Let's take advantage of our time with the Lord. For you alone deserve all glory. For you alone deserve all praise. Father, we worship and adore you. Father, we long to see your own, whatever your situation. Don't be embarrassed. Father, we long to see 
watch the darkness flee. I raise the hallelujah. A little of the mystery.